Welcome to episode 98 of Drew's Sports Crew. Here on this Monday night, you might be wondering, where am I? I am back at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. So we step that background of Packer jerseys, Brewer jerseys. Will not be with me here for a little bit, you know, or for the rest of the, for the spring semester here. But you do have the Milwaukee Brewers flag over there. You do have the Drew Sports Crew hat still with me. So we're good. You know, we still have, we're still supporting the teams here. Not as much Packer stuff, which, you know, Packers aren't in season anymore. Hate to, hate to bring that back up, but look, you know, got the Brewer flag. We're ready for baseball season and we got basketball. As you see in this hat here, $15 is the Drew, or are those Drew Sports Crew hats. Also, the Journey to Million hats, $15 as well. Look, we have a great week of sports that has just come and gone in the Eastern Wisconsin Conference and in the state of Wisconsin. Um, you know, mainly right with the Milwaukee Bucks having that commanding victory in Detroit tonight. I won't get too far ahead of myself, though. We do have to talk about what's going on in the high school world. Um, also about an exciting new partnership with Drew's sports crew. I'll touch on that here first. So it's official. Right, Point Brewery and Drew's Sports Crew working together here. Point Brewery, Point Brewery being the official brewery of Drew's Sports Crew, um, and not tonight. There's no Point Point root beer with me tonight, but trust me, there will be some with me this week for an episode, and I'm just really looking forward to that. And you know, they they're doing great things over there at the Stevens Point Brewery, so. Um, Hopefully, further things down the road, right? I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but you know, for now, you'll see me drinking a root beer from them, a diet root beer uh, from them throughout um, some episodes here, but not tonight. Um, and that's you know, again, special thanks to Point Brewery for that. So that was the that was, of course, the main announcement here. Um, also, wanted to touch on right Fantasia Sports. I have that down here, right? And it says Tanya joined Drew and Fantasia Sports. Um, Going on with that, we have a new higher-lower um, game mode that was released. And when I say we, I'm talking Fantasia Sports. So Fantasia Sports has this new higher-lower game mode. So it's like those over-unders that you usually see right on any other app. But Fantasia has a new twist with it. And I'll leave it at that. You can go check that out. Fantasia Sports. We have a link down below. And that's in the link tree. So... Keep that in mind, and let's go to the Eastern Wisconsin Conference. So we're going to start with the or with girls basketball. We'll touch on what has gone on in the Eastern Wisconsin Conference this past week, and you know, teams have just continued their dominance. But I do want to start the the note off here. Um, Brilliant actually had their second loss earlier today or earlier tonight. I guess is probably the better way to say it. They lose to Utsberg 52 47. That was at Utsberg. Um, but they are still 9 0 in conference, 14 and 2 overall. So, you know, not to discredit the Brilliant Lions on the girls' side, they still have put together a fantastic season so far, historic season. But your standings updates again, Brilliant 9 0 in conference, but they're 14 and 2 overall. And Holstein 6 and 3 in conference, 9 and 8 overall. Valder's five and four in conference. They're on a nice three-game win streak there in conference. Nine and nine overall. Keel five and four in conference. Ten and eight overall. 
Chilton, five and four in conference, ten and six overall. Sheboygan Falls, four and five in conference, eleven and six overall. That's interesting. There, they are right now seven and one in non-con play. Are are the Sheboygan Falls Falcons? That might be that might be tied for like the best record non-con record. Yeah, Brilliant has a non-con or they have two non-con losses. Could be the best win percentage wise. That's what I'm seeing. Um, but anyways, we have Ron Colley, two and seven in conference, four and thirteen overall. Two Rivers rounds that out. 0 and nine in conference, two and fifteen overall. I do have your stats here. Allison Kakis still leads the way in scoring 22.4 a game for her. And then we have in second, Grace Shizzle of New Holstein, 21 a game, 16.6 for Megan Schumann in third. Emma Edelman of Kiel in fourth, 16.3. And number five, Addison Schwili, 15.8 a game for her. We do have then your rebounds leaders and four your rebound leaders in the East Wisconsin Conference. Addison Schwili, 12.6. She leads the way. Peyton Grenzer in second, 11.9. Elsa Kagis, 11.6. The assist numbers, Olivia Shue, 4.4. Alice Kekis, 4.2, and then Alyssa Wolfel, 4.1. So I'll go, you know, I mentioned those games. Uh, we had two Saturday ones and a Monday one. Sheboygan Falls, they beat Denmark by 14. Yeah, I was in Sheboygan Falls. Uh, Sheboygan Lutheran beat New Holstein at New Holstein, 81-36. And I mentioned Brilliant losing to Utsberg, 52-47. And so that was a close one. We have no stats, though, on that one. But I can take you to games that are going on tomorrow night. We have some non-con games in the Eastern Wisconsin Conference. We have Lomira. They got to go to Keele. That's at 7 o'clock. And then we have one more at 7 o'clock. Plymouth at Roncalli. We have a 7-15 one. New Holstein's got to go to St. Mary's Springs. And then those are your Tuesday ones. And then Friday, we go back to conference action. We had some good games in conference too. Um, now the main one I'm going to highlight here: Valors and Keel. So both teams five and four in the EW in the EWC play should be a good one at Keel. Two Rivers and Chilton. Then's another one we have, and that's at Chilton. New Holstein, Roncalli, and then we have Brilliant Sheboygan Falls. So Valors Keel for sure going to be your best bet for a good one. And again, that game's in Keel. So I guess I don't want to get too far in myself, but we already we have some games for next Monday. Not a lot of games going on here. Um, but then next week they pick it up with a lot with some good conference action, some non-con action. Brilliant goes to Freedom Saturday, February fourth, and that should be a good one. We also have um, some other ones. We have uh, like Sheboygan Falls got to play Kewaskum, you know, Mishcott Brilliant, some solid non-con games next week. So that wraps it up here for the girls EWC talk. We're going to go transition here to the boys EWC talk and leading the way on this one is looking at the stats and standings report. Um, we'll start. We'll start with the stats here or no, we'll start with standings. Brilliant. Right. I mean, I mentioned brilliant for the girls, brilliant for the boys here, eight and zero in conference 15 and zero overall. Look, brilliant playing together so far, right? A historic season. And um, I mean, they're doing 15 overall. 
I believe this is the best start in school history. I, I just, I don't know when um, they lost last year to Valders. I don't know how many games into that they were. Um, but it's if it's not their best start, it's one of the best starts. So I guess I'll just say it like that. But again, they're eight and zero in conference, fifteen and zero overall. They have some great wins. They're ranked number one in D three. Um, so you know, no, can't ask for anything more than that. Keel is in second, and Keel is putting together. If Brilliant was not, you know, we would be talking about how Keel's playing together. It was a historically great season, right? I'm just saying we we would have. But like, I think Keel being 15 and one might be the most quiet thing going on in the whole Eastern Wisconsin Conference, whether it's boys or girls. They're seven to one in conference, fifteen to one overall. Lone loss to Brilliant. You know they played a, they played a rough game. They played bad, right? I mean, there's no denying that they had a tough game against you know the best team in Division three in the whole state. And um, I, I do think them coming back, you know, second time around. I really, you know i I think this heel team's this heel team's good, and you know I think they're going to give Brilliant a good fight. And who knows? I mean, they could come out with a win in that one. So I, I think I do think Keel is very underrated, regardless of you know I know they have fifteen and one record. So how are they underrated? But I I think they're not being talked about as a fifteen and one team is all. And you know them in number two, a very good number two. And at number three, we go to Valders, who again like you know if Keel wasn't having this this phenomenal season, Brilliant wasn't having this historic season. You know you'd be talking about Valders, ten and four overall. They're six and two in conference. It's a really good Valders team as well, but you know, we've talked about it, right? They're the top two teams having that talent, you know, brilliant having, you know, just this is it's just a talented group of athletes. It really is. And Keel, the same thing, what's going on. Just, you know, a talented group of, you know, athletes and um they have guys who can shoot the ball like lights out. I mean, it's it's incredible what both both those rosters and all three of those rosters have collectively going on for them. Um, two rivers, three and five. They're seven and eight overall. Ron Colley also three and five, and they're but they're five and ten overall. And we got New Holstein and Chilton both two and six in conference. New Holstein two and fourteen overall. Chilton five and nine overall. However, Chilton's Chilton's played a lot better recently. I want to highlight that. Um, they've they've looked like I mean I talked about last week. They've looked like a lot, a lot better team as of late. So I think, I think they're on the rise here. Sheboygan Falls one in seven, one in twelve overall. And look, Sheboygan Falls, watched them play last week against Brilliant. But um, you know, I, I think this Sheboygan Falls team. I, I talked about it last week. One in twelve being misleading for or some of these records, Bob. You know, very misleading for a lot of these EWC teams. But look, Sheboygan Falls, they are, you know no exception to that they they looked like you know they, i mean they gave brilliant a they played them brilliant tough for 12 minutes and like when i say tough like they were winning the game for like 12 minutes like it was they've got it was the probably like five minutes in the first half is when you know things started to not go their way and then just one run happened and they weren't able to you know have that answer back and then it, it ballooned out but i it falls they just got. They have to play a tough thirty-six minutes. I know that's one of the most cliche basketball expressions you'll ever hear. Right, playing you know where it's 36, 40, 48. You know, if you say NBA, you got to play a full game. And falls, they're at the point where they'll play. They'll play a full, you know, like roughly a, a half. 
you know, even against Valders, I watched them play Valders. I mean, this, this falls team, they'll give you a good 12, 13 minute fight. You know, I'm talking good. Like they were, they were up seven. Um, so like, I mean, when I say up seven, like they were up, you know, to start the game, maybe I think it was seven. They're making shots though. And they, they were playing really good defense and, you know, part of it, right. Brilliant wasn't hitting some shots, but look, I mean, this team, you know, they lose by 32 to brilliant, but man, that, that those first 12, 13 minutes that falls can play just when they can play a full 36, they're young, right? They got some young guys on that team. So just want to highlight that. And they're historically well coached, right? I mean, that's something we've seen with Sheboygan falls as well. I'll go to stats though here. I gave you a midseason report last week. So um, on the stat side, though, Jerry Lorenz, um, 21.7 a game. He leads the way in scoring. Cole Hovey and Pierce Arns, Hovey from Valders, Arns from Keel, both tied for scoring 18.6 for each. Brady Richards at 4, 16.4. Max Miller rounds it out, 15.5. Grant Munn's on top for rebounds, 12.8 a game for him. 11.9 11.9 for Jeremy Lorenz. Cole Hovey at number three, 8.8 a game. On the assist side, Parker Brown, 6.5 assists. Pierce Arns, number two, with five assists a game. And then Will Fearbringer, 4.2 assists. So that rounds out your stats and standing report. But I got to go to the schedule. I got to tell you what's going on. We had some games last week, right? We had that conference slate where we saw Chilton beat Ron Colley by four. I think that was the game, you know, that was probably my biggest takeaway, right? The other ones going in outcomes we expected. Kiel beating New Holstein, Brilliant beat Chevalier Falls, Valley's beating Two Rivers, but that was at the jet hanger, I should have added, right? I mean, that's kind of what made it even more impressive, but Max Miller, 25 points he had in that one. He shot four for seven from three, and he was 50% from the field, nine of 18. I think that like that was, of course, crucial when right, you have your best player taking 18 of your 48 shots. You know, I, I'd love to see that, but really what what was crucial for um, Chilton was, you know, their defense, right? I mean, I, got to go there right away. Um, I didn't shoot too well from the field, but... Um, Looking at it, uh, right, Roncalli's leading score in this one was was Connor was Connor Kubish, and he had 15 in that one. Um, other in double digits, Branyanda, 11 for him. So bring that up. I mean, Wolf, you're bringing up Chilton at 14, the underrated game. You know, what was it? It was six. He shot six of eight from the line, four from eight from the field. Just making sure I got we got these stats here accurately reported. Looks good to me. Um, again, Chilton they didn't win the turnover battle, but they played the, they played well enough to win the game here. Thirty six rebounds to twenty three. Um, you know, I mean, you look at that, you can tell who won the game, right? I mean, when you win the rebound battle by that much, turnovers relatively even. And then field goal percentages were relatively even. The team with the most rebounds is going to win. Usually is how it works out. Worked out in this one. Chilton gets a four-point victory at the Jet Hanger. So impressive stuff from Chilton there. But I'll move over here and I'll go to next week's. When I say move over, I'll move it, moving the schedule over to 
the next week here. We have some conference action tomorrow night. We got Brilliant's got to go to Two Rivers. Kiel's going to Sheboygan Falls. Ron Colley to New Holstein. Valder's going to Chilton. Let's see how let's see how Valder's plays against you know this Chilton team. Again, they're getting they're getting hot. They're playing some of their best ball the whole season so far. Intrigued to see how they do, but you, know, you got like Brilliant against Two Rivers in TR. Or you got like Keel in that one. You got to like Ron Colley in that one, but who knows? You know, they're both on four game losing streaks right now. And, you know, I think that Ron Colley New Holstein game could be a good one in New Holstein. So I'm, I'm intrigued about, or I'm looking forward to, you know, the Ron Colley New Holstein, Valors Chilton. I think, you know, those are some matchups. I'm in, interested to see how they turn out here. We do have some non con games on Thursday. We got Chilton's got to go Sheboygan South. They said Division One squad. But then we have. St. Lawrence Seminary's got to go to Holstein. Those are both 7 o'clock on Thursday. We got Roncalli Random Lake on Saturday. That's a 5 o'clock game. Also, next Monday, we got Brilliant at Freedom at 7 o'clock. So don't want to get too far ahead of myself. No Holstein at Winnebago Lutheran, 7.15. That's the farthest I'll go. Otherwise, I'll keep reading them. I'll keep talking about them. But that's going to wrap it up here for the EWC Talk. Special thanks to Wiss Sports WSN for you know, providing here the stat standings and go check them out. That link will be down below. Let's go to the Milwaukee Bucks here. We're going to stick to basketball, but we're going to go to the professional basketball and we're going to go there and we're going to talk about how the Bucks Bucks put up a season high 100, 150 points against the Detroit Pistons. You might be like, how do they do that? Right. I mean, people have been hurt. The team has not been playing their best ball. There's been some issues, right? Serge Ibaka has not been with the team. And guess what? They put up 150 points. Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo are back. That's how they do it. Giannis Antetokounmpo is a plus 26 in this one. Puts up 29 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. He shot 17 free, free throws as well. You know Pretty hefty number, um, but the big story for me, right? Middleton being back, plays only 15 minutes, had eight points. He played all right, right? It was eight points, two rebounds, four assists. Okay. Did have six turnovers, though. I did not include that. I didn't want to, but three fouls. Um, again, he was on a mid restriction. He's rusty, right? I mean, um, he hasn't played, um, hasn't played a lot of basketball at all this year, and um, I know, I know, we're gonna get Chris Middleton back, you know, to Chris Middleton after a few of these games. Like this is basically some, to some extent, this, this, these are like preseason games, then with how much basketball he's played so far this year. So, not really that worried on that note. But Brooke Lopez really haven't highlighted him as much this year. But like, he's got he had twenty one points. This might be one of his like best seasons with the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, and I'm I'm saying that now, right? After coming back, having surgery last year, missing a lot of time, wondering if you know he was going to be start if he was starting his a decline, right, and decline in performance. But you know, defensively, right, he's up in the NBA in blocks per game. Um, defensive player of the year. I'm gonna I'm working on right defensive player of the year ladder, like like rankings, and right now he's between. He's like number three between three and five for like top defenders in the league. Am I 
in in my rankings and with that I mean he's just been a crucial part to this Bucks team and him being out there has been very important. Pat Connaughton played 26 minutes plus 39. He only had six points though. So I mean that's talk about putting out valuable minutes. Pretty cool to see. Had no turnovers. You know only shot the ball three times, but you know, it was the team was efficient when he was there. You know, some some of that might be, you know, maybe he was out with Giannis and Giannis went on a run, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that are baked into plus minus that it's hard to say how good of a stat it, it can be. But Grayson Allen had a great game as well. Bobby Portis has had another great game, eight for 12 from the field, 10 rebounds, another double double for Bobby. It was just a good game for everyone. Six for eight from three was Javon Carter. And that was where he only took threes tonight in 16 minutes. Like, come on. Marjan Bochamp was three for six, made a three tonight. Just everything for this team is going right is how I would word it. And that's, that is what you saw here. Defense, he gave up 130 points though. And yeah, I mean, we saw Bogdanovich have himself a game 11 for 15 from the field, 33 points. Won't highlight too much in just ex- you know, one game, but it was just good to see right that. I really want to highlight this game and it just took place too. Right. I mean, that was the other thing recording here Monday night. Love to see that. They have a tough one though coming up. They play Denver. I, I actually, my prediction challenge, I have them losing this one. I just, this Denver off- offense is very good, very talented group. Um, of course, Nicole Jokic highlights that group, but I mean, they have some other guys like Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr. is playing Wednesday. It's, it's a good group. It's a it's a group that you know they could they could win. I mean, they could outscore the Bucks is all I'm saying. So that's kind of like you know that's how you win the game, of course. But they have the offense that you know not too many teams we feel offensively can outscore the Bucks. But Denver has an offense that could do that. Friday, Bucks got to go to Indiana. I like them in that game without Halliburton. Sunday, then they host New Orleans. That game. Might be tough, but um, New Orleans do, dealing with some injuries. Hopefully, um, you know Middleton will continue this rise in minutes. I'm not sure how long the 15 minute um, restriction will continue. Hopefully, we go up like to 20 on Wednesday, or we'll wait and see kind of what kind of restriction they're operating with. I've not seen anything on that note, but just want to keep that in mind for that and. Look, I mean, we got Milwaukee Brewer baseball coming back soon. I mean, that's the other big thing. Um, really looking forward to that. Just thinking about my Milwaukee sports. So the Milwaukee Panthers, in case anyone has not heard, they're off to their best 10-game start up for the Horizon League or since 2005 to 2006 when they made the Sweet 16. Just want to throw that fact in there. They are off to their best start in – 17 seasons right in conference play so look it's you know if you care about horizon league basketball um you gotta like that uh, other milwaukee basketball teams let's think what's marquette ranked marquette checks in at number 16 today right i mean it's a perfect time to be a, Mo- a milwaukee basketball fan um you have the milwaukee bucks 30 and 17 right now milwaukee panthers they're actually I saw um, they they are like mid-major rankings, right, that are done. Um, 
the Bucks check in on the mid-major rankings as well. So I think that's good to see. I mean, if, like, of course, you know, they're Division One, but they don't have that resume or the wins. They have some losses that would make them a top 25 in the nation team, but it's good to see them gain some recognition wide, and I've actually seen a lot of brackets, you know, people have done in the industry, and we, I've seen seen Milwaukee on them. I've seen Milwaukee as the Horizon the team against the Horizon League bid, so it's really cool to see. Otherwise, that's all I had here for the Wisconsin sports. Again, some more announcements here before we wrap up. Wednesday, you'll find Journey to a Million. It'll be roughly 5 to 5.30 p.m. Around there, you'll find that. And that, again, will be Wednesday. We'll be talking about what happened in the divisional game. We'll be talking about, you know, 49ers moving on. We'll talk about what's going to go on with the Cowboys' future. You'll hear us talk about, you know, the the Bengals putting together one of the most impressive games we've seen them play. You know, I, I, I'm in a long time. I know last year, right, they have that Super Bowl run. They beat the Chiefs, right? But honestly, I mean, I thought that game that they put together on Sunday was impressive. So we'll talk about that. Otherwise, you have Drew's Basketball Crew episode 15 will be coming your way. We might do the Friday slate. You know, I'm thinking Thursday night. I'll preview Fridays. I'll have that up. I'll have my lineups all ready so we can, you know, win on Friday, win that slate. And that, again, is Friday, January 27th. So, again, those are the announcements. And that's going to wrap it up for myself, Drew Skyberg, at Drew Sports Crew on all social media platforms. You'll find that. And again, I'll wrap it up here for myself, Drew Skyberg, here on this Monday night. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the perfect podcast for you.